Welcome to The Finer Things. I'm Lisa and this is Wes. Hey everybody. And we are podcasting from the Members Only Lounge at the Cigar Lodge in Akron, Ohio. Beautiful Akron, Ohio. It's getting a little chilly now. But what about can you time. Say? What can you say? What's our topic today? We are going to be talking about our new year. we got it coming up on the new year and everything else like that. So Happy New Year! Exactly. So it's 2020, so there's going to be a lot of analogies and everything else like that. So uh, first, what are you smoking over there? Uh, let's see. I've got a JFR. It's a black label. Um, it's from the Jalapa Valley in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. It had a uh, pigtail on there, so I'm trying it with just that. For those who don't know, the pigtails, they're really popular with Gurkha cigars, and they're nice because you don't have to have a cutter. You just twist them off, so it's kind of interesting. Correct, and I have a Christo, Christoph, excuse me, Connecticut, and it did have a pigtail as well, so we did oh, give that a shot, so we're uh, twinsies in that regard. This is a Dominican. And it is light. I've got it paired with a Glenlivet 12. Well, this is the original Glenlivet 12. And let me tell you, it's a great pairing. Let me see what I'm drinking. It is a Japanese blend. It's from Kirin Whiskey Signature Blend, non-chill filtered. It's Fuji Senroku. Um, it's pretty good. Feels I've, Japanese to me. I've had a little sip of it. It is a Japanese whiskey. Gonna take a sip now. All right, so. I had a sip earlier, so I think uh, we're going to find out what her version is in mine. So what do we, how do we like it? What do we think? What do we say? I like it. It's, um, trying to put my finger on what the taste is. It doesn't pack as much of a punch as the uh, American or the Scottish ones that I've had. How smooth is it? It's smooth. But I guess what I'm getting at is that it just tastes weaker. I'm checking right now to see if I can decipher the percentage. It is, it is a different language, so that's different, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's all in Japanese, and it, 50%, so it is... What's strength fee? Heavy. Actually, that's a lot lighter than what I typically drink. Okay. So... You, you what? Is that 50 proof or 50%? 50%. Okay, so it's 100 proof. Yeah. Proof, remember, you double it. You double yep. it. So we're coming up on the new year. We've got the new year here. So usually everybody makes a new year's resolution and we evaluate. And it's just one of those natural times where you do some self-reflecting. Yes. You say, okay, well, what did I do this year? What did I want to do? What did I, you know, all this, that, and the other thing. So, killed it! Yeah. So Lisa, let's start with you then. So you killed it. How did you kill it in 2019? Um, I got a lot of different states that I was sworn in. I hired my first associate. I mean, business-wise, just amazing. Personal life, just amazing. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better 2019. It went pretty amazing. And how do you, let's delve into that just a touch. Yeah, let's how do, do. How do you, now we, obviously you've got professional and personal goals and mm -hmm. uh, Lisa killed it. I, you know, she, uh, very, very proud of her. She killed it. Uh, so what, did you have those goals starting off in 2019 or go, coming out of 2018? Um, I've had those goals for years now. Well, and so kind of seeing them, you know, I haven't hit them all professionally. I will, but we're talking about a decades-long plan. So sure. seeing it just starting but it's actually really truly started but you're, you're, hitting, you're hitting some milestones here yeah that's so, what i mean that's so we're hitting a milestone and the milestone was that we're gonna hire somebody and everything else like that so she's done that mm -hmm. and it's come to so it sort of came to fruition right in 2019 right. is that a better way of going about yeah, it yeah that's fair okay now and and as far as now she's got a plan so that means she had to identify the issues she had to determine okay how do i get from plan A to plan B and go from here because obviously it's not a perfect plan sure. and things do happen on mm -hmm. occasion. So apparently she's rolling with the punches so the per professional side was doing it. What kind of personal goals did you have for 2019 that you achieved? If um, I might inquire. Well, I wanted to travel more. I actually, every year I kind of do this little thing and I pick sort of five words that I want I want something about that to manifest in the next year for me. And so 
I mean, like every year that I do it, I end up hitting all five of them. It just, I wanted to travel more. I wanted to. That's one word, travel. Cool. Check in the box, right? Well, work, expanding work was also okay. one of the words. So that's you two. Know, so we, I mean. If I we... don't recall all five off the top <laughs> of my head. Success was one. Now, I mean, obviously that can be defined in a lot of different ways. Success is measurable, though, but everybody's different with their success. Right. So that seems like a good plan. So it's kind of like what we've been talking about. We've right. been uh, espousing it. You kind of pick a, a goal on the dartboard there and you shoot mm-hmm. at it and say, okay, how do we get there? And I pick five because narrowing it to five things is achievable. You can hit all five. You focuses know. you. Yeah, By it nat- focuses natural. you. It's expansive enough that you don't get locked into just one thing and end up a little, well, for my taste, a little dull. But, you know, it's not so big that it's unwieldy and you can't achieve anything. You don't want to daunt for yourself. Right. And that way you don't want to get frustrated with those goals that you set yourself because you want to hit these goals. So what, um, how's that cigar treating you? It's okay. Yeah? It's, um... It's a different sort of flavor. A little bitterness to it. Bitter. Yeah. Hmm. That's odd. Anyway, so uh, 2020 for uh, the Westman here, goals. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I have goals every year. Uh, I am moving <clears throat> along in 2019. I did hit most of my goals. Good. Uh, I wanted to get uh, some renovations uh, and some marketing and everything else like that, at least business-wise. And I've done that. I've been uh, on the road to achieving those goals. And it's one of those things where you have the opportunity you're with friends and family over mm-hmm. the holiday. And you've got those hours where you're just, you know, you, you let your mind wander and be yeah. free. And then you think to yourself, okay, what did I want to do? How did I get there? And then you take that assessment. And like we talked about, I mean, the hardest thing to do is to look in the mirror and go, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I know who did this, you. Uh, and you look it in the mirror. So it, it was interesting. I mean, there were some goals that I achieved and some goals that I did not achieve, but I know why I did not get them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it, they're, they're not uh, do-or-die kinds of things, so that certainly helps. Uh, and it'll be interesting. I mean, personal goals. I mean, I don't usually have ever have personal goals that don't revolve <laughs> around my children, but those are... <clears throat> Nothing I can control. <laughs> so, right. No, like, you can't. Nothing I can do about that. So you just kind of ha- gotta hang on and relax. But um, but yeah, I mean, as far as your resolutions are concerned, as far you know, uh, one of the things that I wanted to do last year, we wanted to do is we wanted to start a podcast and do it on a continual uh, basis, and we have done so, and that's always a nice thing to do. Uh, the second thing I wanted to do was be uh, more uh, proactive within the, at least within my profession, mm-hmm. by reading articles and then summarizing them and everything else like that. Okay. And I have been doing those kinds of case briefs, if you will, on a regular basis. And now the new year is here. I get to do that. Um, I've got a, a, another mentee. Good. And we're getting um, trial experience. I feel replaced. And <laughs> Well... <laughs> And, and Lisa, to her credit, again. But that's it. I feel replaced. I feel like I <laughs> kind of hit that point where, you know, I can go to Wes for advice, but somewhere in the last year, it really is truly when it turned, it's like, yeah, I've got him available for help, but I don't need him as much. Correct. And Sorry, Dad. That's okay. And that's the idea. I mean, and that's that is great, the idea. That's the idea of a mentor-mentee relationship. And more importantly, is that the questions are always different because mm-hmm. that's it's supposed to be evolving, and that's really a great thing to have. And because it, one of the nice things that Lisa does have, and I do have as well, it's a support group. Mm-hmm. And you know, you heard these hear these terms, support group, and everything else like that. And you're like, ah, I don't have a problem or anything else. Like it's it, you don't. It's not necessarily that you have a problem, it, but but you you're do have a problem. It's called life, and we all go through it. And us. it's rough, oh, baby. Oh, it it's is. hard out there. Nobody gets out alive. No. The problem, that's the problem is that nobody gets out alive. And so I have uh, I was had the opportunity to pick up a uh, new mentee. He and I uh, met. Um, I won't use his name until he's signed the waiver. You know, Lisa knows how that works. <laughs> um, and he, he came to me and he had some questions. And, you know, I'm pretty open with my time and answering questions and whatnot. You very much are. And because I, people were with like that with me and that's how you push it forward. Um, and pay it forward. I mean, there was an entire movie about that kind of thing. So, 
one of the things that uh, he wanted to do was he wanted to get uh, trial experience, and that's one of the things that I actually have and I can provide because sure. I box it up. I mean, that's it. You just you say the magic words, and it, the thing is, it's always the client's choice. Always the client's choice mm-hmm. whether or not to go to trial, and you can't force anybody to do anything. But at a certain point, you look at your client and say, there's no offer. There's nothing going on. We've got to load the box. Yep. And away we go. So he's uh, he's in a different county than I am. So I've uh, walked him through the process in a little bit. And now that he's he's getting more and more, every day he gets more and more comfortable. Um, he's setting up his own law office. Okay. He's going through that process, and then he's going to determine what he wants to do. You know, the term that I use is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's uh, ever-evolving. I don't want to grow up. And fortunately, we all did, because Toys R Us went out of business. (laughs) (laughs) So it's one of those things where you have to uh, find out what you... And the only way you can do this is try, and you need to be able to try an environment where, A, you know nothing can harm you, and that's a huge deal. you got to be in a sandbox, because... That's the position I was in, and that's the position that I try to provide to say, listen, you can, in a, in a certain context, Lisa knows that if she walks into a courtroom, that if there is any issues, that I, there, if I'm in the room, there can never be any issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the idea. So you want to make sure that you, um, and with him I'm doing that, so it's, it's interesting to see because he's starting afresh. Um, sure. So he's um, starting the right way, meeting people. Um, getting into the legal community where he is, uh, trying to get that trial experiences, shake hands, and that's a big deal. And he had uh, a very positive experience when, because uh, I went down with him, and uh, some of the easiest things in the world. So I'm a lawyer. I'm a people person. That's it's a people business. Mm-hmm. The and most businesses are. And what I told him, I said, you're going to go to the courthouse and you're going to hand everybody a. Uh, a Starbucks gift card for five bones or a local gift shop or the local sure. coffee shop, whatever it's called. You're going to get a $5 gift certificate and everybody that walk, live, that works in that courthouse, you give them and you put your name and your business card on there. And he's like, what's well, going to, he looked at me, he's like, do you know how much it's going to cost? And I said, I don't care. Right. I don't care because one, it's just a cup of coffee. And two, it, judges can't receive gifts more than $20. Mm-hmm. They're public officials, at least here in the state of Ohio. And so, if you can always buy them a cup of coffee, though, that's the sure. that's the you can always buy somebody a cup of coffee, and you can always buy them a drink. That's those are the rules. Um, but a cup of coffee, you can't hurt anybody's feelings with. Right. Alcohol, you can. Yeah. So, you know, he did that, and then um, he called me about a week later, and he goes, one of the judges came up to me and goes, "You are doing everything correctly right now." absolutely everything nice. correctly and he goes i've never had that kind of positive feedback and i go well how does it feel to be a lawyer <laughs> I mean, that's what it is yeah he's like this is great i go it's it's that easy i go it doesn't have to be that hard um, no so it doesn't have to you know so as far as goals are concerned you know i have goals for my mentees because i wish them all successful mm-hmm. and so you know you try to get up and help and everything else like that but that's the uh that's kind of the way it is. And then, you know, Christmas is always a great time. Is always a great time. So did you have a good Christmas? I did. Um, spent Christmas morning with my daughter. We, at first it was low key. I didn't even set up a Christmas tree. Really? That's a like, big deal. I almost never do. The kids kind of got teenagers and they didn't care about it. And Well, Santa didn't come? Come on now. No. Nope. No Santa. We got Uh, naughty people in my household. uh. (laughs) And so, you know, we didn't set up a Christmas tree. And then, like, I wasn't even going to wrap gifts. I gave her her big present several weeks before Christmas. It's just not a big deal in my house. And then about a week before, I thought, wow, my son's already out of the house. This is my daughter's last year as a high school student. Like, this is the last year as official mom. And yeah. then you move into... Empty nester. God. Cat lady. Though, Cat lady. That's what I mean. Definitely go, not. I mean, you go That is em- not me at all. <laughs> go from empty nester to cat lady. I mean, but, that's... I mean, even though she's still going to live in the same house, it's different, you know? She's an adult at that point, and so it's different. Self-sufficient. And so I thought... Wrap the damn presents. The only wrapping paper I could find was this leopard print, and I look like a 50-year-old woman who wants to talk to somebody's manager. But 
it got wrapped. And so we opened presents on Christmas. And then Christmas evening, I spent with my boyfriend. And we exchanged presents. And it was really nice, too. Good. Yeah, it was a great day. Absolutely. How about yours? Absolutely, yeah. My uh, my girls had a great Christmas. Good. Always uh, great to uh, spend time with them. I uh, got them. They wanted to. They wanted uh, a unicorn. They both wanted a unicorn. Hmm. And the problem did that, you deliver? The problem that they have is that they have a daddy that can deliver. I mean, well. they, they have a daddy that can deliver. And in my head, I'm like, ah, I mean, there's uh, there's certain things you should and should not do for your children. But you know, my children are. I, I think would, mythical creatures might fall under should not. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, long as they sign the waivers. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, but so what I did is I mean, they're um, they're going to be six in February, so I'm just rounding up to six, mm-hmm. and they are about four foot tall, four foot one. Okay, so they're tall for their age. Mm-hmm. And one they of, are. one yeah. of, one of the local um, stores was having these huge uh, stuffed animals for okay. sale. And so what I did is they had stuffed unicorns mm. that were probably five and a half. I mean, mm-hmm. these things were huge. And so I was like. I know the ones you're talking about. They and are I, massive. And I was like, well, let's go check those out. And I got a deal on them for two because I got to buy two of everything. Uh, that's what the first problem I have is first, are there two of them? Right. And if they say no, then it's out. I can't. Right. The only thing worse than. Uh, zero is one in my life. And yeah. if you've got twins as friends or uh, family, then you know why. So I got them the unicorns, and they just tore right onto them. They they rode them, and nice. it was a blast. I mean, they had a lot of fun. We got to spend time with my family uh, in Columbus, and that's always a good time. So you, just, you get to see friends, and you, you get to see friends that you don't usually see, and then you think to yourself, you know, we should do this more often. Uh, yeah. And then you think to yourself, yeah, but you just get busy and do one thing or the other. And I was like, but it's... That's what Christmas is right. great about. You just realize. You just stop and you're like, okay, just make the time. It's Christmas. Make the time. It's worth it. And you always go ahead and set aside that time to do it. That's what's amazing about Christmas. Absolutely. And I agree. I'm a believer we did the um, uh, the uh, uh, what was the Polar Express? Okay. The local uh, Akron has a the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, and they have a railroad, and we do the Polar Express every year, and it's a great event for the kids. Everybody gets their PJs on. Um, they get uh, hot chocolate. They mm-hmm. get uh, it. Just it's an absolute. Cuyahoga Valley National Park does a wonderful job. Yeah. Every year of putting it on, they travel down to the valley and they turn a they turn the place into uh, the North Pole. Yeah. With the train stops, Santa gets on the train nice. and then visits everybody and then drives back and it's just a it, it's just one of those. It's how do traditions start? Sure. And you the problem with traditions is you got to start someplace and that's kind of what we I've started with my girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of fun with that. So I mean it, the holidays were good. Um, it, it was a lot of fun, you know, but again, you're right. I mean, you, you hang out with your friends that you hang out on a rare sure. occasion, and then you're like, you know, I can make the time. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. So, Wes is getting a drink, but after you finish that, how was your New Year's? New Year's was an absolute blast. I, uh, for the yeah. first time ever, I oh, spent... Ever. First time ever, I spent New Year's in a different country than these United States. So, oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, well, I, I'm down. I was in uh, Cancun, Mexico. Worst uh, places to be. <laughs> and I, so to give you uh, just an example, I mean, if you're not from around here, um, the Akron climate is cold. It is high of 32, 35 degrees Fahrenheit, which is zero or one Celsius. I and mean, it's actually really unseasonably warm cur- this year. Currently. Like, there's no snow. We're all wondering, okay, when's it going to hit? We are, right. We, yeah, we are. I mean, it's like we are staring down the barrel of a gun. I mean, yes. we, we know it's coming. We know because <laughs> yeah. invariably we're going to get three feet of snow in a week. And it's it just, it, it will not stop snow. And we're just in that. One of those places on this earth where, for whatever reason, between the climate and the winds and the rotation of the earth, that this is the snow belt. And 
we could have, we've had days where you get five inches of snow and you, you just, it starts in the morning and you're like, oh, that's pretty. But at the end of the day, you're just like, oh, I never started. Where, it's pretty. Where did this all come from? Like we said, where I grew up, uh, it's hateful. It's uh, hateful. So yeah, it was uh, 30, it was 25 to 30 degrees Celsius in Mexico okay. and Cancun. So it puts us at about 75 to 85 degrees every day. He sent me a picture, and he's sitting on this beach in shorts with a cigar, <laughs> and I'm Wi-Fi. like, you're a jackass. <laughs> so I had a nice Cohiba, uh, uh, a Cuban Cohiba uh, on there the trip. There you go. That's how you do it. It was an all-inclusive resort, so all, Can't the, go wrong. all the adult beverages were on the house anyway. And and you made use of that, I'm sure. Absolutely. So I uh, drank a lot of uh, Johnny Walker Black and soda. A lot of Johnny Walker Black. Now, a lot of people were having the, um, you know, the margaritas, the mojitos. I mean, I did have a few mojitos and whatnot, but... I'll never turn down a mojito. Yeah, it's it was just... It, it was a surreal experience because I'm looking around. The sky <laughs> is the perfect blue. You look at the ocean. It's, you can taste the color blue. And then I look at my watch and I'm like, oh my God, it's December 31st. <laughs> just like, this, this can't be real. This can't be real. So the uh, the facility, the resort, had a nice little uh, New Year's event, and this was. Um, oh, I, you'll love this story. I'm going to take a puff here. Okay. So we get. I, I made the reservations for one resort, and it was the uh, their standard facility. Okay. And so I, it, my Spanish is terrible, and by terrible I mean terrible. Hola. <laughs> That's I, all I got. I can get to the baños, uh, which is the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I can, I mean, I can, I can roughly get through various things if I have to. If a gun to the head, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. But, Hola, dos cervezas, right, por favor. Right, that's about it. I mean, uh, you know, por favor, gracias, de nada, uh, just, you know, pleasantries. Enough. Dos cervezas means two beers, Right, please. just just enough to say, you know, you can think you want it, but... Uh, so I get there to the uh, resort and I check in. Uh, we're at the, I'm at the check-in desk mm-hmm. and it's a standard resort and the <clears throat> they had just finished uh, completing their adults only uh, new resort and new okay. facility. And so the desk clerk comes over and goes, "Well, you know, you guys, uh, you know, you can Wes, you can upgrade to the new." facility in the new resort for x amount of dollars per night and i was like I- i'm not really interested in paying more I- okay. i'm interested in putting my butt in a chair and doing nothing for three days i mean that's sure. that's vacation and then the guy you know very politely was like well you know uh you know is there any children and i'm like no nope not at all and he's like okay let me go check with my manager so he goes back and he checks with the manager and then, so this resort facility had a online program where if you signed up, you could become one of their frequent, uh, it's like a frequent flyer program. Sure. And it was free to sign up. So I signed okay. up before I left and I gave him the card number. I said, well, I'm a member of your club. Okay. So if this helps, I, I'm down for a free upgrade. And sure. the guy came back and was like, we'll give you a free upgrade. <laughs> okay. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. So, I, you know, you go from a... A, a great room, which, you know, is still great on the middle of the beach. And then you go to the brand new facility and the brand new resort. And this thing was immaculate. I mean, this was almost out of a movie. Yeah, but let's uh, go back to it's adults only. It was adults only. It that's was... that's why it's great. Mm-hmm. You don't have the screaming children next well, door. And I looked, uh, you know, because I walked the... Um, I mean, I, I couldn't stand... I couldn't sit all day. I had to actually get up and walk. So I walked up on the beach and the... Went around the resort and everything else like that. They did have a lot of, um, and it's Barcelo. It was Barcelo Riviera in okay. Playa Maya uh, de Carmen, and about an hour south of the uh, airport. Um, but it was a enjoyable resort, and they had a lot of events for kids. I mean, they had an entire program cool. for little kids, for tweens, and then they had like a game room for teenagers and. Cool. If you were over 16, I, I think that was their age of drinking. So after 16, they really didn't care because <laughs> I don't know many 16-year-olds would show up there as a group and uh, sure. party. Uh, I mean, just I'm being honest here. So sure. if you're at this, if you're at the resort, you're with your parents, and right. if they let you have a drink, that's that's on them. Right. So they did have a lot of events for uh, the younger crowd, but it was a they had a great event. 
for New Year's Eve that was included. They had uh, a great cover band, a Mexican cover band, a mariachi band. And they, I mean, this was a very good show. I mean, this was a very good show. Um, I sat down for dinner and their program started at eight in the evening. And I was like, there is no way you're going to keep me in this chair for four hours. Sure. There's no way. Mm -mm. But, uh, you know, so I sat down at the table, met some nice folks. One of the guys I sat down at the table with fluent in Spanish. Okay. And lived in Mexico City for a number of years. Okay. So he was with uh, his wife, and so I, nobody else at the table knew any Spanish. I mean, I, yeah. I wasn't volunteering. Right. And he speaks the language fluently, talks to the, nice. way, the servers and the people. And after he had that conversation, our customer service went from, I want to say a three or a four, to like an eight or a nine. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, he, I mean, you know, and again, they're, they're coming around with free champagne Oh no! Sure, it's Mexican champagne. Let's but let's be clear here. This is it's Mexican sparkling wine. Correct. It's not. This is not the greatest quality in the world, but it's free. You're gonna drink it. And uh, you know, Mama didn't raise no fool. Mm-mm. So if you're gonna put bottles of champagne on the table all night, I well, feel, let me help you with that. <laughs> I feel obligated. Well, the least I could do is try. There you go. Um, and it was a, it was a wonderful experience. Um, and, and so it was a lot of fun. Uh, would do it again, and it, it, again, it was a great relaxing break. I mean, one of the things that you have to do in your own life is do personal care. Yep. So my New Year's was spent... Okay, let me give a little backstory. So I've said before, my boyfriend is Russian. He grew up in Moscow. I mean, we're talking... And he's a little bit older than me, so we're talking about Soviet-era Russia. Communism is not particularly friendly with religion or kind to anybody other than the ruling class let's just be clear so christmas is not really a thing there i mean not at all but new year's off the hook off the hook the russians know how to celebrate a new year's man so last year he hosted at his house because he just bought a new house and so he wanted to show it off to everybody. Awesome. This year it was at one of his friend's house that I met at the party last year. Thanks for the invite, by the way. I appreciate that. I was out of the country, though, so it's okay. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And, um, I mean, it was just great. We went there and food all the frickin' time. Did they have local delicacies? They they had the typical Russian foods. I what mean, is, what is typical Russian food for those cabbage of us, rolls? Oh, but they're really good. I mean, we hear cabbage rolls and we're like, oh, mm, I don't know. No, they're delicious, and you serve them with a little bit of sour cream on them. Um, what about caviar? Any caviar? There was. I had caviar. There was. Yeah. Did you try it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And do I look stupid? I just I don't know. I just asking do the question. Do I look stupid? <laughs> Fresh cold smoked salmon oh. all over the place, just endless. And then scotch, obviously champagne. Um, the host had he had gotten a little barrel and had made his own barrel aged cocktail. Really? So, yeah. Oh, my God. So he did the ice balls. Yeah, for the... Um, like spheres of right. ice in the glass, the glass. that yeah, yeah, yeah. fills up the glass. And then pours the cocktail over that. Slice of blood orange on the top. God, it was beautiful. But you ate, you put a cocktail in a barrel and just age it like you would a scotch. And it turns out amazing. Was this aged all year? I think he did three to six months. What was it? Did you do you know what? It, did you find out what it was consisted of? Like a I did, but I can't remember because there was a few cocktails <laughs> in and a few glasses of champagne in and a few scotches in. For those of you following along, that's the right answer. If I there's mean, a right answer here, that's I mean, it. <laughs> Russians also know how to drink, guys. And um, it had to be vodka. Had to be good vodka. It was not actually. Really, most of the Russians that I know. They'll tell you, vodka is just to get you drunk and get you warm. Really? That's the only point. Well, see, there you go. We're, bu- we're busting myths right now. That's the only point. There's a lot of myths out there. Right, and well, that's... I mean, I keep 
learning about it and it's like wow okay it's like our own okay very, we didn't grow up too dissimilar it's a good cultural exchange that's great it's great that's phenomenal yeah right well and that's part of the i mean part of the new year holiday <coughs> is that different cultures celebrate the new year vastly different in fact the chinese don't even celebrate it at the same time we do because their right. calendar is different right and, and actually, Russia being very close and very politically similar, at least in the past, kind of in the present and future, they are very close allies with China. And so that's actually another big thing that they celebrate. One of the dishes somebody had made, it's the year of the rat. And so they had taken these eggs and put matchsticks in there and little garnish and stuff and turned an egg into a mouse and put it on top of this dish. <laughs> so cute. Last year was the year of the pig and they the did boar, it. Yes. same thing with pigs. And it's very cute every year. And they also do... I'm Winston sure... Churchill has a great quote about pigs after you're done with that story. Okay. I'm sure there will be another party coming up for the Chinese New Year. But what we did last year is that... There was a party and you exchange, essentially all of these numbers are put in a hat or basket or something and you draw a number and whatever number it corresponds to, you get that gift. So you reach in. Like and, a secret Santa with numbers. Sort of, yeah. Is it, it, and these are, so is it like a white elephant gift or is it like a real gift? It's a. It's a little token. Okay. A little bitty thing. But last year was all pig themed and so I got surrounded a theme okay yeah I got a magnet they sent home one for my daughter because they had met her at the New Year's party and she got a little figurine of a pig cool I mean it's just little things but it's cute it's a big deal the Chinese New Year absolutely well and in our in the in our uh, the Northeast Ohio area there's a, a large um, Asian culture there is and so it's interesting to see because um, there there is a huge some of the places that you can go to around here in the Northeast Ohio do celebrate heavily the Chinese New Year. Yeah, and it's a lot. It just it's one of those things where you'll see people celebrating, and then you're like, it's because you're used to our calendar, right? And you're not used to their culture. It's just interesting to see. So mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot of fun to live in an area where you have that little diversity where you can say this is pretty cool, and right. then. There and and nine times out of ten, they're more than happy to tell you about it, and more than happy yeah. to welcome you in, oh, saying yeah. this is the this is why we do what we do. It's a lot of fun, right? And here we go. And the best part of the New Year celebration this year was that I'm learning considerably more Russian, and so you know, as the alcohol loosens people up, they revert <laughs> to their native language, and so the first year I'm sitting there like. You people stink. I don't, know, I don't know what these stories are. I know with the gusto that you're telling it, sure. this is a fascinating story. The cadence. But I don't know what's going on here. They're, that's awesome. And then this year it was, okay, I got a really rough clue what's going on. Ah, Harshal. That means good. Okay. Lots of good stuff. I, someone passes me a dish and I'm able to say, Spasiba which means thank you. And they're looking at me like, holy crap, she's learning. She's getting there. That's awesome. That Give her a awesome. little bit longer. Her, she'll be there. She'll get there. She'll get there. Yeah. That's, well, that's awesome because that's the, um, there was a commercial, um, I, I don't know when it, who it was for. Um, it was a great marketing tool, but it was a bunch of moms yelling mm -hmm. at their children. And it was a very, all the different languages. And you <laughs> could tell it does not, and they were not English, and they were not English, and you could tell in every circumstance what mom, you, you couldn't tell what exactly what she, she was saying, but it's that tone of voice. It where doesn't you, matter. <laughs> that mom was telling that child, knock it off. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things where it's interesting to hear, like, for instance, I mean, in the, um, the Spanish language, it's, again, I don't know much of it, but you could hear that inflection, that tone, that cadence right. where... You don't know what they're saying, but you know the general idea. Right. Because 90% of everything we do is a nonverbal communication. Yeah. And so you see that, and then you're like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Like Lisa is experiencing it firsthand that 
Uh, sure, she doesn't speak the language now, but she still gets the the altruistic point of the story. Sure, and which another is cool. another big thing that they do is everybody took a flash drive full of um, vacation photos that they had taken throughout the year to all over the world, and everybody's bringing out. Well, here's my trip to such and such place, and. You know, again, not speaking the language, but I'm certainly getting the meaning. Okay, here's what's happening at this location. That's pretty oh, cool. That's really cool. That's a good tradition. It's a great tradition. You know, because if, yeah. you're, if you're around with a group of friends, and I mean, again, again, holidays are a time when you are celebrating each other's company, you're celebrating life, you're yeah. celebrating. I mean, again, this is an arbitrary. Christmas is not necessarily arbitrary because we are celebrating. Most cultures celebrate the birth of Jesus and uh, uh, St. Nicholas, which is a Catholic saint. Um, and and that's, that goes to more of a, more of a religious kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the New Year is an arbitrary, and, and I, one of the things that I like about, I follow Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh, Twitter and whatnot. Okay. And, we are, and he, he you know, very quickly points out that we are merely getting together to celebrate the turning the page of a calendar. Well, and that's it. I mean, that's really what it is. It is. I've seen this one cartoon, (laughs) and it's aliens discussing the various worldwide things. And they're like, we're celebrating. The planet made another rotation. Right. We just, we. That's it. That's it. We successfully traveled around the sun once. (laughs) And we're just like, hey, everybody, let's have a drink. I mean, that's. It is not a, uh, I mean, when you think about really what it entails and really what we're celebrating for the new year, it's just that simple. And And if you want to get down to it, I mean, why that particular day? Right. It's arbitrarily, we we threw it in a dart. Why does that start? Oh, rotation starts here. That's when we started. And interestingly enough, 2020 is a leap year. And so oh, that's right, this, is. Is, this is a big deal, um, which maybe we do a special leap year podcast, but we'll get to that. Um, so we're going to have a February 29th. And it's one of those, uh, again, it's a day that is, it's arbitrary. We are on Sort of. It, I mean, that one makes the most sense out of all of the holidays. Well, it doesn't take quite one year. We got to add or, some here and there. It, yeah, we're, and we're, fudging. we're just adjusting. It's it's the perfect encapsulation of the human race because the human race is not perfect, and we <coughs> we fudge everything. We we fudge everything, guys. We, we fudge everything. <laughs> us okay? personally, on a personal level, but us as a human right, race, it, we are making it up as we go. Correct. And all we did was we got together collectively and said. We're just going to stack in one extra day because technically it takes us 365 and a quarter days to get around the sun. And then... That's it. The weird part is... So where do we tack on this extra day? There's adjustments to the adjustment. I remember like the year 2000, I think it was, it was an exception. There should have been a leap year. Right. But there wasn't because every hundred years or every thousand years you have to adjust and there's not a leap day when there should be a leap day. And again, these are rules not invented, given to us by any deity or any other alien race. This is, we've done this to ourselves. This is based upon what information we have. Mathematically, this is the one holiday that actually makes sense as leap day. Is we're we're gonna have we're just gonna tack on this and the other thing. I don't know why it's placed in February. You could right. I mean, I do sort of. You can pick any month. You will strike that. You can tack it on anywhere. Like for instance, we have the um, uh, uh, daylight savings time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you fall back and you spring forward. Again, another arbitrary uh, thing. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. It's just arbitrary. Right. So we just figured, okay, February only has 28 days. So mm-hmm. we pound out and say, okay, we'll give it the 29th. Well, we can't add to July or August. They already have 31. Well, February's a little short. Let's well, we shut on there. We, that, could we could have. have. There could have been totally a July 32nd. There, that could whoa. have been, that could that is equally as possible as a February 29th. And what we as a society and as a group got together and said, all right, we're just going to tack it on to February. I mean, these are just arbitrary things. And that's and again, this is the kind of things you 
can discuss on the new year because eh, you got a lot of time on your hands. Why not? So it, it'll be interesting to see, especially with February 29th, because that's uh, Sadie Hawkins, a lot of Sadie Hawkins oh, kinds of right. issue. And then more, you know, what the interesting part is that, you know, children that are born on February 29th actually get a birthday this year. Yeah. Usually they have to celebrate either on uh, February 28th or yep. March 1st. So, you know, a lot of the, there's a great segment of society that just by sheer virtue of when they were born, that they will be like, well, I'm only four this year, or I'm only five. I'm, I'm four, and I'm getting my driver's right. license. Right, and you're just like, ah, <laughs> because it, it's a joke, but then you're like, okay, I get you, I got you, because you think about it. Um, and again, we're just celebrating one full rotation and the turning of the page of a calendar. And at least here in America, uh, the first day of the year is, again, emblematic of everything, because you get the day off. <laughs> so Amen. the first day of the year you're like ah, just take the day off it's the first day why not yeah. well we're not going to get to work right now we're taking the day off yeah so it's but that's you know the new year how that is encapsulating i mean that's just a, a very very funny so um one of the what i before i forget the pigs uh buttressing up yes. on that winston churchill had a great little line about pigs <clears throat> he was like i like pigs and he was, he was asked why. And he goes, I like pigs. Cats look down upon us. Dogs look up to us. But pigs treat us as equals. And I just start, every time I hear that, I laugh. And I'm like, that's I such a great comment. It's just such a great comment. but okay. Right? It's his perspective. But it's just one of those things where you're pigs, like. Pigs, if given half a chance, will eat you. Well, they eat everything. And coincidentally. Yeah, but they will eat. Humans eat everything, too. We certainly eat pigs. I Correct. guess it's fair. I, I okay. I guess it's fair. So that's, that's. I guess we are equals. That's kind of the thing that. So yeah, it just. So we got the new year on tap. We're we're looking for what's going to be the next big thing, and part of it is is that opportunity to look upon the year with a fresh set of eyes. Yeah. And it's like looking at a sunrise, and saying, "What's next?" Yeah. I nothing. Everything's possible right now. Everything is possible right. at this moment in time. We can do anything. We I, I can do anything I want. We can achieve any goal. And then you have that optimism and you have that, okay, and fresh set. Keep that gusto for right. an entire it, week. Well, yeah. That, yeah. And then Especially you... Especially when it comes to the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's another great... I mean, it's a marketing dream. And it's interesting uh, from Lisa's perspective to how uh, other cultures don't engage in the absolute material... Uh, marketing that we as Americans go through between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Sure. I mean, it is uh, insane. I mean, we get. I am. A, I'm. A, I'm a truist. I'm a purist. I will not. I refuse to listen to any any Christmas music until I see Santa on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. After I see Santa, all right, on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So let's talk about it. My position is: I am officially as the ruler of the free world on this earth. You may now begin. Thank or Christmas music. Let's talk about it. Okay. Whamageddon. Did you get hit this year? I don't know what this is. Oh my. Wham so, Whamageddon. Whamageddon is that Wham Christmas song. God, I can't even remember the name of it right now. Wham had a Christmas song. Really? And Wham did. That's so funny. When you hear it, if it's between Black Friday and Christmas Eve, Whamageddon hit you. You got knocked out. This is not a battle royale. You do not try and get people out. It's just you have to hear that song. And then, ah, oh, God, it got she's, me. She's, Whamageddon yeah, got she's me. She's got to look this up now. This is, this is, i got to find what the name of the song is. I know now. I absolutely it's detest the song. I always her. have. Yeah, and it's the only time of the year as the... Last as, Christmas. Yeah, Last okay. Last Christmas, okay. I gave you my heart. Yep, okay, I got you. The next day, you threw it away. Okay, I got you now. I got you. I've heard that song. Yeah. I got I got, I got, got Whamageddon. Oh, I, got I did wh not. Really? My son tried to battle royale me, and I'm like, I'm not clicking that link. Oh, that's funny. It's like Rick Roll. It's like you're trying to... It rip, is. It's, you're trying to Rick Roll But it's somebody. not supposed to be. Sure. Whamageddon is just, nope, you got the bad luck of getting hit with that damn song. That's awesome. Yeah, the Mariah Carey's uh, song 
is the one that's it's Christmas crack. Oh, I read a uh, Forbes magazine did a uh, oh story. Uh, I think this was I, this was a bit, might have been five years ago now, but they did a story that that time of year is Mariah Carey's best time oh, yeah. of the year because she wrote the song so she gets all the royalty checks and everything else like that they said that she makes some <laughs> any, and this is a forbes so i have no reason not to believe them sure but I, I, so is, is it going to be perfectly accurate no am i going to give them credit sure i'm going to give them a little leeway here i think this is more of a as a, oh, I than think a ceiling. It's dead on accurate but she makes something like two or three million dollars between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, and you know how hard up she is, right? And I think we she need... married a billionaire, which I thought was really funny. So I just, I just think to myself, I'm like, imagine your life where you produced a something, whatever this something is, and ninety percent of your income comes from a six week period from a arbitrary portion of the calendar. I gotta get in on that. Right. I mean, I, I'm not talented enough to make a song or a hit single. That's for sure. But yeah, it's exactly that. So it's just what. And again, the holidays are. It's a great time. It's an absolute mm -hmm. great time. So you know, Lisa and I hope that you and yours had a great time and got to spend time with that family. And it also like. And if you didn't, it's an arbitrary date. It's like just, we said, just an arbitrary date. But it also you realize that, especially with this day and age where instant communication and everybody's got a cell phone and sure. you can get in contact with anybody you want instantly. Mm -hmm. So all those friends that you have, uh, you may not hang out with, I mean, you can be like, hey, I this is exactly what I did. I'm in town and I want to hang out with some old friends. I shoot them a text, hey, I'm going to be in town and we set something up. I had that happen too. One we, of my very, very good friends from law school came into town and it was around Christmas, I believe. And, you know, he was my cigar smoking buddy in law school. And he was like, hey. I like this story already. Hey, you in town? Yeah. Cool. I'll be at your house in about four to six hours. I'm like, my so, driveway is there. And a cigar was smoked. We always sit in the driveway and smoke a cigar because he gets here a little too late. The cigar lodge is closed for the evening by that time. And we sit in my driveway and just enjoy a cigar and catch up. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and it's, it's amazing. It's, it's a nice little touch where, and that's the idea of the holidays. I mean, that's really what it's all about. And it's to be that self-contemplative and that assessment uh, and stare at that guy in the mirror or that girl in the mirror and be like, it's you. You can do this. You can do yeah. this. So, And that's the big deal. I mean, you just got to believe in yourself and take that optimism. And it's a brand new year. It, mm -hmm. We're going to see a bunch of things for 2020, especially because of the year 2020. Yeah. I mean, coming up for me, I've got more states pending as far as professionally. So let me put it in perspective. Um, this is absolutely unheard of for lawyers to have this many states, and I keep going. Like, we had jokes in law school about the guy who taught the bar prep courses. He had seven states, and people are just like, how? Why? Oh, my God. Right. Why would you get licensed in seven? And, well, And the genesis of this, just so to, put, to help Lisa put this truly yeah. because a bar exam is it's like taking your medical boards and your your nursing boards I don't think are this extensive they are hard I don't get me wrong but the bar exam in Ohio used to be they're gonna change it here but it's a three-day test it's eight hours the first two day and four the third day right. and this is a this is it you're locked in a room and with 2,000 other people over 2,000 and you don't talk to anybody you're, for eight hours you're not allowed to talk to anybody and when i took the bar exam at least here in ohio what they did is our state highway patrol officers um came in uh with full body armor and shotguns and they had the brinks truck and they're wheeling a <laughs> pallet jack of paper and i'm looking around the room and i'm, I'm truly looking at these the and i'm like this is a joke i go because they, they there were four uh, armed guards and they were guarding the bar exam that was going to be distributed to us yeah and so it i mean it's a big deal yeah they and don't mess around so for someone to go through that more than once 
right. is for, and they only do and they do this they do the test because they they're lawyers so they are about without smarted ourselves. <laughs> they do the test on the same dates in February and the same throughout all of the states. Correct, throughout the entire country, the same dates in February and the same dates in July because that way yeah. you can't go and sit or tell anybody what the exam was exactly. and everything else like that. So, <laughs> so it only happens twice a year. It's three days of. I mean, again, this is your one shot, right, to pass this test. And, and if you, you don't pass, you, you have to wait. Six months and before so, you get your next go, and that's the gun to the head. And so you, you there's a lot riding on this test. So yeah. that's so from Lisa's perspective, when somebody says, "Hey, I got seven states," I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my god, you took that test seven times." So and I didn't. That's not how it works. Um, they've got the uniform bar exam now in some states, not all. That's the other thing about this. Each state, even though it's sort of there's parts of the bar exam that are exactly the same but there's also local sort of things that take part yeah our federal court system is pretty uniform however the state court system is not so what you get hit with is there's you have this big file it's called the mpt and it's do you actually know how to practice? Can you draft a memo? Can you draft a letter to a client or something? And then you've got multiple choice questions. Those are pretty much the same wherever you go. But the way how it varies is that each state does their own essays. Now for the uniform bar exam, it's the same essays throughout all of the states. I took the bar exam three times. First time I took it was in Ohio. It, I did not pass. Second time, sailed over that. I mean, Wrecked I it. passed. Wrecked it. I spanked that bar exam. And then the third time I took it was specifically to get the uniform bar exam. So what happens then is that you got to fill out what's called character and fitness, and it is different for every state. And they ask you, literally, some places are... We want to know every place you've lived since you were 18, every place you've worked since you were 18. Guys, I'm 43 years old. It's hard to remember that stuff. Right. I mean, so think about that. Lisa has to figure out, because she's disclosed her age, she doesn't look a day over 29. Let's just be clear. Thank you. She has to go back and figure out what she's done for the last 25 years. Right. Now, momentarily, take a moment in your head, daydream, what have you been doing in the last 20 five years that's a long where's that one job that i worked for one month and that place that i lived in college i mean i i know what it looked like it was really dodgy it was like this trailer and god knows where 15 minutes outside of college but you still gotta remember what was the address (laughs) what was my apartment number and you know you gotta regurgitate all that information some are a little kinder. Some are actually a little harder than that. I get the privilege of saying that I am licensed to practice law in the state of California, mm-hmm. who does have the hardest bar exam. It is. It, and it is a... And, and, the, and the reason it makes it so difficult and so memorable is because these are... It's like uh, you, you're... you're subje- and this is all voluntary. You're subjecting yourself to this. Nobody yes. forces you to do it no. or anything else like that. You're, you're willfully subjecting yourself to it. Um, and I took the California bar twice. The first time I failed, and I failed by three points. Yeah. Three, and the first time uh, I took the Ohio, I failed by six points. And We're talking out of uh, like, oh, God, it was like, like 500-something points, and right. I failed by six? And, and at that level, you're just like, uh, because it's one, it, it, you're, you're talking about two questions yeah. or like another line on an essay. Right. I mean, these are... Just the mind, you know. The second time I took the Cali bar, and it's subjective. So when you're doing correct. the essay, oh, yeah. somebody's grading it, correct. and they decide, "Ooh, that was a good enough answer," or "No, that was not quite it." I got my and, uh it, it, when I got my results from the Cali, and the first person that graded me did not let me pass. The second person that graded me let me pass, uh, and oh. you're just and th- and that's what that's the worst position to be in because. It's, as Lisa said, it's subjective because one person said no, the other person said yes, but they averaged the two, and that puts you right below. And I just was yeah. like, you MFers. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because had the person, 
had the second person gotten my score, right? Uh, we're done here. Right. We're done here. So the second time I took it uh, in Cali, I murdered it. I I, yeah. I I stood up from that table, and and it was over because you're sitting in a room full of people. I looked at the guy sitting next to me. I go, "That's it, man. I'm in." And he's like, "How do you know?" I go, "Listen, I there's very little that I can claim to know in life. Yeah, but this is it. No, I this, was like that. This is it. I was like that when I did the Ohio bar the second time, and when I did North Dakota for the UBE, I knew that I passed. I, you just you know. I mean, you don't always know. A but, lot of people do not know. They I, just cross fingers and hope. But. I knew. She knew. And I, when I went back for the Cali the second one, I saw the girl that I was sitting next to uh, the first time. And she looks at me and she goes, what are you doing here? And I told her, I was like, you know, I, I failed by three points. And she's like, that's bullshit. And I go, listen, lady, I'm not going to disagree with you. Point yeah. is, I still got to take the test again. Right. And the re- and I, to this day. so And I was a lawyer already in Ohio. So was this uh, it, right. So for me, Cali is what we like to call, I'm playing with houses, the house it's a money. Bonus. Big bonus here. And so when I sat down and took the Cali bar, I do a lot of criminal defense, as I've discussed before. There, there were, and they test criminal procedure and criminal law differently mm-hmm. here in Ohio and different states. I had a criminal law question. I had a criminal procedure question. Okay. And the memo, the memo that she was talking about that you have to write was a mm-hmm. Fourth Amendment search and seizure there issue. You go. And I literally wrote that down and, and that memo, and I said... I, I literally read the question. I'm like, in my head, I was like, okay, Wes, take a deep breath and murder this. Because yeah. this, because I, I knew, because when I sat up, I go, listen, if this is not good enough in Cali, I can't be in Ohio. Right. <laughs> because at that point, I had been doing criminal law for five years. Right. So if that's, I, that's how I knew. So sure. I mean, you're kind of topic sensitive. So it, when you were planning for this year, and, and again, when you're mapping out this year, if you're, uh, in life coach, if you need to get a life coach, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely something you should do. One of the comedians that I follow and listen to his podcast, his name is Jay Moore, and he ha- he does a great positive uh, podcast, very well done, and he's very and I've said this before, he's very very real. He he goes through okay. his what what's going through his life, good, bad, indifferent, and. It's it's human. It, it, it's sure. the, it, he he really gets the human condition. He started the life coach a little bit, and you know he, he's very big proponent of map it out. Mm-hmm. And he's a very big proponent of what you know Lisa and I have been talking about a bunch of time is that you look in the mirror and say, okay, why not today? Sure. Why not today? And you know that's literally what I've done with the states. I had this plan way back in law school and so many people did not understand it they she did. still don't she did i remember the it. first time that lisa and i had lunch yeah and she had this plan and i i will admit that i was tepid at first skeptical I, yeah sure and i was like okay well i've never Most seen people are and i i've never seen anybody do this and i thought to myself okay how is she going to do it more importantly how do you help sure and so I got to ask you this right here on the podcast, and I don't care what the answer is. Did I inspire you in some way to take the California bar? Well, in some way, yes. In some way, I yes. planted the idea well, of this is possible. It, Just do it. It, it is po- somewhat yes, and then I mean, obviously, I have mentors too. Absolutely. And one of the things that uh, my mentors have always been mm-hmm. telling me that. <clears throat> One of the one of the and again when you talk about seeing old friends in the holiday spirit and everything else like that and you answer the question why not and the and and so once you figure out well what's holding you back and then you realize right. nothing right nothing prevents me from getting in a plane going planning for this taking a, a prep class I mean sure. sure is it is it work yes first of all oh any, god yeah oh any, I mean we told you how hard it is right yeah it, it's work. Any goal that you're going to have is going to require work. Sure. And the other thing that you, I, you know, you realize is that nobody's in my head forcing me not to do it. Nobody looked at me and say, "You can't do this. You're a scumbag." Blah 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 blah. There's a, a lot of negative Nellies. Okay, a lot of negative Nellies, and and you don't obviously you don't want to be around those people, but you want to surround yourself with your support group. That's why right. we're here. And, but you, once you realize, wait a minute, there's nobody that prevents me from doing this. This is a personal and professional goal that because you're like, listen, I think I can do this. Right. And then when you think to yourself, okay, I think I can do this, then all of a sudden that plan in your head goes from, well, how do I do it? 
And yeah. once once you've decided to do it, right, the how super easy. And when you talk with your old friends that you have every year, you're like, well, how do I spend more time with them? Once you've made the decision to do mm-hmm. so, the how becomes super easy to do. Sure. And that's really important. Sure. Because that's that's the way to go. I mean, that is absolutely the way to go. Yeah. I, I've been curious about that for a while. I guess what I'm hearing from you is that you heard from our conversation that day... It's I don't possible. Know, I don't know if she's right, but she's not wrong. Right, and and I'm not and I'm not preventing her from doing it. Yeah, I'm not preventing her from doing it because she's got a plan. And then you think to yourself, okay, if she's got a plan, why, why can't, can't I? Why, why, right? You see somebody else do it, and you're like, why can't I do that? And this is a everybody has this feeling when they go to a piano bar or karaoke. Okay, everybody. <laughs> this is a universe. Very few universal truths, but I'm claiming a universal truth okay. right here. Like when you play or when you sing karaoke or mm-hmm. when you go to a piano bar, you think to yourself, I want to learn how to play the piano. Everybody has the same, but I want to learn how to play the piano. And then you think to yourself, what prevents you from doing it? Sure. Nothing. In this day and age, again, it's 2020, 2018, 2019, it's 2020. What prevents you from learning the piano? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. What you do. You do, right? Your own fear, your own scared issues, the what if I fail, that's the point. And the other thing is like, well, what about karaoke? Well, and we're talking about Mariah Carey. Am I going to be Mariah? No, I'm not going to be Mariah Carey. No. Can I sing? Yep. Yeah, I can. Am I good at it? Absolutely not. But could I be? Absolutely. And and that's a big, no, do I have God-given talent? No. But with training and that effort, and once Mm -hmm. you, again, once you make your mind up to say, this is what I want to do. Everything else is academic. Everything else is academic. It seriously is. I've talked about just this episode. I talked about how I'm learning Russian. I mean, I'm carrying through the um, the Russian lessons just quick as I can because it's a goal of mine. I want to learn how to do this. Guys, you think my number of states for passing the bar is big? Sure, it is. It's massive. But, you know, I've got this personal goal of I want to learn 17 or 18 different languages that I'm at least minimally fluent. I can go carry on a basic conversation in the country. And you're like, okay, 17. Why 17? Why 18? Because when I was in Latin in college, there was this guy, and that's how many languages he knew. And I thought, that's really cool. I I want to see if I can match it. Another great example. I want to see if I can match it, maybe top it. We'll see. I start counting through the number of languages that I can even come up with. Okay, this country has a language. And... You'll be surprised how quickly you top out, and it's like, um, oh god, I've got ten. Um, and that's ten god, more than everybody what's else. What's an eleven? What's an eleventh language? I guess I can learn Navajo. That would be great. <laughs> the wind talkers. The wind talkers. Oh, sure. Why that's not? What thinking about. Why not? Right now. That's so funny. All right, now. Thanks again. Uh, we hope that your 2020 is full of greatness and you achieve those goals. And we're certainly going to continue this and try yeah. to figure out how we can help. Lisa, give me one good thing. One good thing is that I am, oh, for the third time in way too few years, redoing my kitchen floor. It has failed twice. I'm finally, nope, done with tile. That hasn't worked so far. Going to wood floors. I'm redoing them. So I can't express how therapeutic, and I really truly mean that word. It's like therapy for me. Demolitioning a anything is so therapeutic. You get to... You get inside your head, you start having all these conversations with people that have wronged you in the past, and you're like, how could I have handled this differently? And sometimes you come to the conclusion, I couldn't have. And a lot of the time, 
you know, you just work it out internally. It's straight on therapy, just demolishing something. And so tearing up this tile floor with cement backing under it, that's where I'm at right now. And eventually I'll get to laying the wood floor. It's going to be beautiful. I just picked up great deal on some hardwood <laughs> planks last I night in fact and a great oh my god great deal on it i can't wait to get to the part where i'm actually laying that floor down my one and yes i'm doing it myself she is doing it herself my uh one good thing is that i have the optimism of the new year and i can't wait to continue that now there you go lisa how do we find you Integrate Girl on Instagram. I'm at Jet Set Lawyer. Thanks again for listening. We are podcasting live from the beautiful Cigar Lodge in beautiful Akron, Ohio. Thanks again for supporting us. You can find us on our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash the finer things podcast. Finer things. The finer things. I always add podcast. Anyway, it's patreon.com slash the finer things. The finer things. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys.